I really want to share with you the deeper spiritual foundation behind Legend, our annual course that we've been guiding since 2009. Also with an invitation to join us for a complimentary five-hour course taking place over one hour each day for five days called Summoning Soul Space. I want to offer Summoning Soul Space because I don't want to hide the teachings from people that couldn't afford to come to Legend. And at the same time, those of you who love the Summoning Soul Space experience may be called to join us for Legend. Many of you who are listening to this have an awareness of my background of my two amazing moms, Karen and Sue. Karen is my birth mother and Sue is my earth mother. They both raised me and had an incredible influence on obviously shaping who I am and also my consciousness. And the invitation to be conscious uh, was issued to me from the time I was a little child. Now that I'm grown and I look around without judgment, but in honesty, I'll say that the majority of people I encounter on a day-to-day basis seem semi-sleepwalking, saying unconscious things about themselves, each other, and the earth. It often feels strange to be in conversation and wishing so much I could share with them a little glimpse into the magnificence of who they are. And I try that. I try that in workshops. I try that in our gallery. I try that in conversations. But the reality is, is that it takes time to rewire our brain, create coherence and expand coherence between the heart and the brain and to offer a new view of who we are isn't just a concept it's something that has to be experienced because who we experience ourselves as has been developed over many generations and it can be really challenging to literally quite literally change our mind and i don't mean just what you're thinking i mean how your thinking functions and operates in your somatic framework called your body When I say that these teachings have a spiritual framework, it isn't spiritual in the form of religion. You could think of it more as sacred. But it's spiritual in that it doesn't just exist in the framework of earth and how we experience earth, but it exists in many dimensions. So you could almost call the ideas that we're working with in legend interdimensional as opposed to either spiritual or earthly. There are teachings that take into consideration both our earthy origins and our cosmic origins. That's why the community that brings you legend is called Cosmic Cowgirls, because it's women between worlds. This legend coming up called Archeo Futura is literally about the ancient future and has an emphasis on our early ancestors and what they knew about the solar system and the wheel of the year and their relationship with creation and animals through cave art and archaeomythology, which we focus on a lot here. But today I wanted to just give you a little glimpse into the 
interdimensional framework, I'll say, of legend. And it comes from conversations that I heard my mom and Sue having. And then the poetry my mom would write and the teaching she would bring and the painting that my other mother, Sue, would create. Sue illustrated pretty continually entrance into the body from energy into matter and from matter into energy. It's a shapeshifter moment. It's a moment where she called it our cooling sacks of stars incarnate into colonized matter. And she would often ask the question, who is it that makes the decision to colonize this matter? And it's the who that makes this decision that we're mostly interested in, which is what we term identity. So I don't know what you believe about who you are and how your soul and your soma work together. But what if there's a basic framework we could play with at least to understand that you have an identity that's more than just what you're aware of. It's not your personality. It's not your character. It's, it's a larger framework. And many different spiritual traditions talk about this as the higher self or a guardian angel or some people think of it as a series of guides. However you think about how it works, if we can just play with the idea that there is a part of you that is larger than the you that you are experiencing on a pretty daily basis, unless you're a deep spiritual initiate. I only know a couple of those and I'm not counting myself among them. I'm just a person standing at the edge asking a whole bunch of questions that stir the nest of bees to come and teach us. So if we can basically explore identity as a pre and post existent facet of incarnating, this comes to some of Sue's core teachings, which is basically that when we incarnate, we come in with what she called encodings, E-N-C-O-D-I-N-G-S. Basically, they are um, faculties, innate faculties and capacities that we can exhibit on earth. The innate capacities have a spiritual nature and are largely based in energy. And then the capacities are how we work with them here on earth. A perfect example is the voice that we hear that tells us, go left, go right, choose purple, listen to this, go over here, I like this, I don't. Basically, the voice in your head or voices, as many experience, is directly connected with an aspect of the larger framework of identity called consciousness. And consciousness distills down into the voice, how you speak to yourself and your capacity to hear your voice clearly is directly connected with your capacity to navigate how your consciousness functions and whether or not you have a curatorial relationship. In other words, have you chosen to co-create with your consciousness? And anyone can do this, but it also, again, takes time. The awareness of it can happen in a flash. And we experience this many times in our community where people all of a sudden just kind of come in like, right, I am not just subject to my default identity. I actually can shape my consciousness. I'm not a victim here. I'm a co-creator here with this experience. When that happens, uh, I would love to say that our whole life shifts and organizes itself around that epiphany. And sometimes it does, and it begins to. But for us, the next step is literally to go to the canvas. Literally to go to the canvas. Why the canvas? Why painting? That's a whole other story in and of itself. But suffice to say, because you've been spending a lifetime developing who you are, 
in order to take that to the next evolutionary level, you must necessarily act in matter. You have to reshape the matter. And at the painting level, you are sometimes at a canvas for 20 to 40 to 100 hours. While you're at the canvas doing this level of sacred reshaping of identity work, you're changing who you are. You are, in essence, becoming, revealing the already encoded ideas, frameworks, information, intel that you came in with. You're revealing it. The revealing sometimes takes place in mind and memory, but when you're painting, the revealing has a place to work itself out. In other words, as you self-express thought or energy into matter onto the canvas through image, shape, symbol, color, brushstroke, movement, more gets expressed and released and transmuted. There's an alchemy that takes place right at the canvas as you come face to face with an archetypal presence that begins to shape you from the inside out and from the outside in. You're literally coming into contact with presence. And that presence is a manifestation of your spirit. You're bringing together the part of you that is infinite and the part of you that is finite. The part of you that is infinite, we could think of as soul. And the part of you that is finite, we could think of as the soul as it inhabits soma and how identity becomes personality and how consciousness comes, becomes voice. These sacred aspects, which many of us think of as higher, but it's not necessarily higher or lower, um, just maybe vibrating at a different frequency, they are not ideas alone. They are not energy alone. Because we are in matter, we must allow the energy to move through matter, get expressed and released and then shaped. So a circuit gets created. You could almost think of it as an infinity where spirit is entering matter, matter is entering spirit, and as it's happening, alchemy is happening. And the gorgeous part of all of this is that it isn't based in what you know or your spiritual experience or uh, degrees of awakening. It's basically whatever level you're available to receive at this time, we invite that to become available to you while you're doing the work at the canvas. And largely, this happens. People say that legend is one of the most single, important, and potent experiences of coming into their own awareness and awakening and their archetype that they have experienced. The reality that we have made up a self based on who we were before and who we are now but that we have such a hard time altering that self and how that self shows up in relationships. We all struggle with that. But the painting, the reshaping of a story into a legend, gives that a place to work itself out. I literally mean a place with your hand on the brush, on the canvas, and then what your eyes are perceiving on the canvas. So while painting is the medium, it isn't actually about painting. Painting is the way that we get access to the reshaping of our consciousness. And so the interdimensional framework behind legend is ultimately an invitation for your sacred infinite self to come into your somatic, seemingly finite, matter-based physical self as you experience yourself on the planet at this time to create a union between spirit and matter, between flow and form. 
and creativity, specifically intentional creativity, is the access for how you bring that into a felt sensual awareness while you're bringing that into a psychic awareness. You can't unknow it once you start to know it. And then we spend our lives developing a path of practice so that we can live and be who we are. My feeling is we have so many innate capacities that we're not living into because of the constraints that we experience based on how we're brought up and where we live and economics and social structures and capitalism and all the isms. And so the invitation to engage with consciousness at this level does not come lightly from me. This is um, ultimately what I feel like I'm here to share. And legend is the way that I share it. And then how legend informs all the other certifications. And then offering hundreds of hours of complimentary programming, like summoning the soul space, summoning soul space, so that everyone can have access to parts of it. Ultimately, the technology belongs to everyone. It isn't for sale, which is why we offer so much complimentary. It isn't free because it costs me an unbelievable amount of money to offer a complimentary education. The information belongs to the world, but the way that we teach it goes toward paying the film bill and paying the staff and all of that. So when you engage with intentional creativity, I just want everyone to know the material is available to all. It is not a secret. I want everyone who wants it to have it, but you have to show up for it. And then those who want to go deeper, obviously invest in legend and other certification courses. My role on this earth as a co-creator with the entire universe is to share what I have been given and what I have perceived and what my encodings have revealed. But here's the thing, what I want you to understand about me and you is that ultimately my content is here to facilitate your content. My encodings, my unique design as a soul are here to activate and be a part of and supportive of the structure of you becoming who you are. And you becoming who you are invites me to become who I am. It's reciprocity and we just do it in different ways. Your songs and shapes and stories and symbols and ideas and dreams and self-expression are different than mine. And I am informed by you and you are informed by me. And I have been developing this material since a very young age and feel privileged and actually really humbled to bring it to you and to make it available to you. So know that I am here with a mission to invite your mission. I am here with content to invite your content. And that seems to be part of my matriarchal role in the community is to invite, to awaken, and then to create processes where these Awarenesses don't have to come from a mountaintop spiritual experience. Some of us have had those, but not everyone has. So this is a highly curated experience where you come to awareness on your own terms. It's gentle. It's potent. It's available to all. All genders and non-gender identifying are welcome. And I'm looking forward to spending time with you both in Summoning Soul Space and in the Legend Course coming up starting on the solstice thank you for listening thank you for caring 
I am open to any questions that you have. You can leave them in the comments. I may not be able to answer everything, but I'm taking everything into consideration as we go forward with this work. Much love to each one of you.